Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello and welcome to our potty chat. <laughs> Artsy Girls, the podcast back yeah. in action for episode five. Mm-hmm. We're doing it, Natalie. And today's topic, self. <laughs> I feel like I want to say that it's Friday. I mean, mm. and I feel like I'm in a Friday energy. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I'm excited to see how that goes for us. <laughs> I'm curious to see how it goes. I've just been Speaking on, on the curiosity. Morning. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right <laughs> into the content. Um, um, that'll make more sense later if you don't know what I'm talking about. But well, not you, Grace, but you listeners. I already um, know everything. She knows everything about everyone. <laughs> well, Okay, so let's give a little check-in. What have you been reading, watching, listening to this what week? What have I been up to this week? Oh, yeah. gosh. What haven't I been up to this week? Mm. Um, oh, it's so funny that I am just one note. <laughs> like, everything I do is the same. Like, you can <laughs> almost guarantee if you ask me what I've been watching in a week, it's going to be a reality TV and it's going to be documentaries. Like, that is it. That is it. That's all that's on my list ever. Um, well, so, don't forget about your favorite show. Wh- which one? Your main man, Doctor Phil. Yeah, <laughs> I. That's my dirty little secret that I prefer not to tell people. Oh, outed. <laughs> I do watch Doctor Phil. You know, I, it's just a weird addiction. It's probably just a. Mm. I was going to say trauma response, but that's not. <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but it's definitely. I've just been watching it since forever. So yeah. anyway, he spends your Dr. Phil us. is my Gilmore Girls. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I don't like binge watch it on like a Friday night. It's mostly like I have it on in the background in the mornings when I'm getting ready. And then when I leave the house, I turn it on for the dogs and I say, what do you guys want to watch? Do you want to watch Dr. <laughs> Phil? And they go, yes. <laughs> so that is such, them. I feel like that's such a little dog thing. I know people leaving their TVs on for their no one's leaving their TVs on for their big ass dogs. Oh, really? I mean, I just feel like it's like that's kind of. I feel like it's a thing. Yeah, maybe it's like the like the the vulnerability of little dogs. They 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 seem (laughs) like so much more. They can't be alone. Yeah, and they bark like if the TV's not on, they hear everything and they bark more. So I just they just love to watch Doctor Phil or like. I don't know the news in the morning. But wow, they're so educated. But well, do they not from Doctor Phil? <laughs> <laughs> but do they like watch? Because Hopper, when we have the TV on, sometimes Hopper will li- literally he'll look at the TV like he'll be watching. You can see his head moving back and forth, like he's mm. tracking with it. Mm. Denver, for the life of him, can't Im- he can't imagine that there's a screen. He just can't yeah. look at it. Yeah, it doesn't matter like Aww. what. Like on the phone, he'll look away from it. If he hears like animal sounds or something, mm-hmm. he like he just can't seem to like see a screen. Yeah. But Hopper, like, he tracks the TV sometimes. Mm. And so they're very different in that way. Yeah, I don't think my dogs are smart enough <laughs> to watch something. Well, that's not fair. Queso is so stupid. Like so stupid. Not one brain cell. Maybe one. Crouton is actually really smart, but I don't know. I haven't tested out if they watch, but I did. We had a dog sit here one time a few weeks ago and she left the TV on for them, but she left like a dog show, like a show oh. for dogs on. So maybe I should test it out and see if they watch that. What's a show for dogs? Uh, nature? It was on YouTube. I don't know. Oh. It was like dog t- 
TV channel. I don't remember. What a I good dog sitter. And you I said, know. my dogs are more sophisticated than that. Please put Dr. Phil back on. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep up. No, she's They so want wonderful. Phil and Phil only. <laughs> Dr. Phil. Oh, Bro. my goodness. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Aside from that, I mm-hmm. have been listening to, I actually have been listening to some fiction this week. Fiction. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's stupid. It's like this three-part series. I'm on the third one, but it's like thrillery vibes. Yeah. It's like the the first one is the arrangement. I don't know if you've heard of these. And then the second one is the amendment. And oh. the third one is the atonement. It's like this Spooky. married couple and they like start to like open their marriage up. And then there's all these twists and turns. And it's kind of silly, but it's pretty, it's pretty engaging. I've yeah. read all three now. So I'm listening it's to like, one. Yeah, fiction. Like it's it's silly and it's engaging. Like what more yeah, could you ask? Keeps for? Me going. Yeah. And then a really good documentary that I watched this week was called what's it called? Hold on. Come on, brain. Um I don't remember what it was called. It's on Hulu. Oh my gosh, I don't remember what it's called Hulu. or what it's on. I think it's on Hulu. <laughs> but it's like a story about this woman who what like was a missionary and she like went to Uganda to like study. I saw a trailer for this. Yes. It was yeah. so fascinating. Whoa. Um super fascinating. Go and watch it if you're interested in documentaries and stuff like that. But it was basically just her story of how she ended up like giving medical treatment to these kids and the ethics behind like if these children are, you know, not going to have access to medical care, medical care, unless you provide it, but you're not trained, you still, you know, ethically should not be providing that care. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting. It was pretty good. Wow. I was shocked that she was willing to do the documentary because I think it made her look really bad. But it seemed like she was like, "I'm really great." <laughs> That's the weird. vibe I got from the trailer. I don't remember yeah. the name of it either, but I was like, I'm look it up. Yeah, just like what she was saying, mm-hmm. even in the trailer of like, no, I still don't think I did anything wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, is this like the way they're spinning it? Or it could be like, what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why that did. Got you with that so one. <laughs> you really did. Delulu. Um. <laughs> oh, nuts. But yeah, I think she thought like this is highlighting how wonderful I was and how much I did for the people of Uganda and like all this stuff. And then it was like, actually, no. And she also like adopted a child and brought that (laughs) child back to America. And now the child can never go back to their home country because she won't go back because she's afraid of being killed. It's like this whole thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you should watch it. Honestly, well, I'll let you know. Uh, (laughs) Okay. The thing is, you won't watch it. I have people in my life who who I am. Are missionaries? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you really thought that's the direction I was going to take? I, I wasn't sure. Uh, <laughs> no. I who do the things that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So one of my friends, and recently she said, "Feel free to mention me on the podcast." Aww. So our, shout our out. number one shout out MVP loyal listener of the week goes to Aww. Sarah. Sarah. Uh, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah with no H. Because oh. H is our L. Sarah. Yeah. Sarah. Sarah. Um, <laughs> anyway, one time I was like, look, I need to know about this thing. Mm. And uh, but I don't want to read the book because it sounds boring. But can you can you read it? Because I think you'll be interested in it. And wow. then just give me the summary. <laughs> and she did mm. because she's the real one like That's that. That's a good so, friend. That is a good friend. It is. And she wow. she really won't let me live it down. So how good of a friend mm. is she? But you know. what did she read? 
Couldn't even tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was some book on like, you know, the like gut health or something. Mm. I was trying to get my gut in order. Okay. You know? Yeah. I feel like you can be that friend to me a lot too. Mm. Like not with reading stuff, but I'm like, uh, and you're like, it's okay. I'm going to look at your calendar. I'm going to send you the Zoom link. We're going to get it. Like you just are so good at that. And it just mm. saves me so often. Thank you. So you're also a real one. Yeah. You know what? I am. I am. You really are. I Ride or um, die. But I feel like in the same way, you do all the things that I'm like, <laughs> couldn't couldn't even begin to be bothered. Like when I went to visit Grace, this is true level of friendship. Oh, God. When I went to visit her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, listen, your hair is beautiful <laughs> and you know so much. Like, please, can you please just like pamper me? And so she washed my hair. <laughs> This is like in my kitchen sink. Literally, <laughs> how sensual. Um, yeah, she washed my hair, she blew it out, gave me all her beautiful products, mm-hmm. and I was walking around like an easy breezy, beautiful cover girl in my California a, moment. Fresh blowout. Yeah. You were so, living the dream. I think that's we funny. do things for each other. We do. You know? And that's funny because I, I would way rather wash and blow dry your hair <laughs> than like send a zoom link. Like <laughs> just, just and I would literally never. Yeah. Want to wash and blow dry your hair? Nor would you let me. So. No, God, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, not. it's called okay. Savior Complex. Back mm. to the documentary. It's called Savior Complex. It's actually right, right. a docu series. I think it's three parts. Savior Complex. It's on HBO. Super interesting. So that's what I've been HBO. up to. What have you been up to, Natalie? Well, let me Natalie. let me pull up my Goodreads. Ooh. This has been um because like. As I've mentioned before, I read a lot of the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. And so they all begin to just run together. Yep. And so um, this week I read some snoozers and oh. like started reading them and then was like, absolutely not. Mm. Um, they're awful. But I will say my 2023 reading challenge was to read 40 books. And okay. I just hit that last night. I read my 40. Oh, my gosh. Book. I was going to say, I feel like you're way on track, if not over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just read this. Will this will out me? So you, this is like payback for Doctor Phil. Um, <laughs> it's called Hook, Line, and Sinker. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> is it like? It's let a, me guess. Is it yeah, a romance it. with like a sailor on a boat, and he like woos someone, and he hook lines and sinks her? No, okay. Yes, it is. Are you joking? <laughs> He's. Are you joking? Well, it's pretty on the nose. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, they named it's it. It's the second in a series by Tessa Bailey. She's uh, an author. She writes a lot of these. It's like her thing. That's what she does. These mm. like her little romance books. So, mm-hmm. um, and this is, mm-hmm. he's a crab, he's a king crab fisherman. So he's not, he's not quite a sailor. Not regular crabs. King crabs. <laughs> Literally, like, what's the difference? I don't know. King crabs. (laughs) (laughs) This Friday energy. Yeah, literally. So um, anyway, I read that. And honestly, it was great. Four stars. I can't give it five because like, but I literally read it in a day. Oh, my gosh. Easy. Love that. Cute little story. Good to know. I'm going to add it to my list. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You'll hate it, but do it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) write it out in the air that's your list um i'm gonna manifest it and then i started 
Um, so Sex Education is a yes. show on Netflix. It I is. love it. It's fabulous. And season four came out mm-hmm. last week. And so actually, oh, <laughs> I gosh. thought of you when I was watching. <laughs> and it's it's literally so good. Like if you haven't seen it, anyone, I just think it's a must watch. Okay. You yeah. must watch. I think I watched so, only the first. I think I, wa- I definitely watched the first season. I don't remember if I watched the second or whatever. I just don't know how you could stop. Granted, when I did finally watch it, all three seasons were already out. So it was kind of easy yeah. to, I didn't have to like wait and get back in the mood. And Dr. Phil brings out a new episode every day. So I'm busy. With Whoa. That often. Just kidding. How anyway. in the world does he keep up? What's his last name? He's just Dr. McGraw. <laughs> Not McGraw. And Robin McGraw. McGraw. Wait, who? Robin is his wife. Come on. Oh, feeling Robin. Yeah. Oh. Married for 42 years. Phil like and Robin, 42 years under their belt. Yep. <clears throat> cute, cute. Yeah. Well, back to my story. So <laughs> back to me. So today I was watching an episode. And mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know about sex education, it is set in England, which <laughs> um, anything, anything set in anywhere outside of the U.S. Five stars. Me up. 10 out of 10. Five stars. Yeah. So. Um, but you don't but- watch Love Island. It's because it's reality. Oh, you know, I don't yeah, really okay. get it. But I do watch Dancing with the Stars. And one of the guys who was on Love Island, I think, is on <laughs> oh. Dancing with the Stars. Which one? Oh, shit. Um, maybe it wasn't Love Island, but it was some UK show. He He's very... Um, I'm going to tell you. He's okay. very... Um, we're bouncing all over the damn place, but this what is else what we do? Here? It's our podcast. Yeah. I was um, thinking as we're speaking, and I was thinking this between our last episode, probably what we'll do is put in the chat notes where the actual IFS content starts. So if you mm-hmm. want to fast forward, you can go straight to idea. minute 25 or wherever we end up after our shitty chatty. Shitty chatty. Bang, bang. Um. <laughs> so anyway, so on mm. sex ed, I'm going to look for the who this guy is. Okay. Um, got me to look while you talk about sex ed. Yeah, do that. Okay. So, um, thanks. So, anyway, today in the episode, she said, today? "Squirrel." Hmm? Today in the episode, like I was watching. Oh, you were watching it this education. morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just starting my day, you know. Um. So she made. She was saying the word squirrel, and mm-hmm. I had to rewind it because I was like, "What did she just say?" And then I rewound it. And I was like, oh, she's saying squirrel. And then I remembered that there's some like conversation. But you know what I'm now remembering? I'm really sorry to do this because it's a, it was a French person that I saw a video of. And they were saying like squirrel oh, yeah. in English is so hard for them to say. Mm-hmm. But I forgot that little note that they were French, not um, English. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say we we can say it actually quite easily. And if you can't understand it, then that might be actually deficiency on your part. And deficiency. not on mine. <laughs> but I was saying, I thought like, oh, some words are hard to say. Mm. Like I have a problem saying Troy. Troy. Yeah, that's a hard drawers. That's hard. Those little R. I did the first one. Was it T-R-O-Y? Yeah, Troy. Troy. It's difficult for me. I have, okay. to, I have to put think a lot of thought. And then like <clears throat> drawers, put drawers. it in the drawers. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if a squirrel was one of those things for some English people. Sure squirrel. Isn't. Squirrel. Squirrel. That's how she said it. Squirrel. squirrel. Yeah. It's funny because 
I was literally, my husband and I were literally having this conversation a few weeks ago and he was like, it's that squirrel. And I was like, I'm not saying squirrel. I'm saying squirrel because it's a two syllable word. And he's like, it's squirrel. And I'm like, it's two syllables. It's not squirrel. Oh God. Yeah. Squirrel. I mean, squirrel. Squirrel. Because there's an I in it. So it's not squirrel. You know what I mean? Squirrely, squirrely. Squirrel. Anyway, okay. I'm looking at the cast of In yeah, England. Yeah, yeah. It's Strictly Come Dancing, not Dancing with the Stars. Short. Strictly Come Dancing. I love that. Yeah, and we call it Strictly for short. Yep. Um, that's cute. Only Love Island ca- the cast member I can see is Zara, but she's a- no, no. Maybe okay. he wasn't on Love Island. His name? Let me read them out. Adam Thomas. Uh, Bobby Brazier. No, it'll say with. I, are you on? Those are no, Leighton Williams. Not- those people are not on Dancing with the Stars. You must be looking at. So, are you watching Dancing with the Stars or the the English version? You're watching. Of course, Dancing... I'm watching Dancing with the Stars. Okay, well, I'm looking at the U at the UK version because you said they were a UK person. Okay, yeah, but they come and they were just. Got Let me find it. it. I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I found it. Harry Jowsey. Jowsey. That's his name. <laughs> Harry Jowsey. He was on Too Hot to Handle, I think, which oh. is actually a Netflix American show. Damn. So well, he's that. Australian. He's not even English. So, oh my god, what are we talking about? <laughs> we? What are you talking about? This is oh, like the most American not... thing ever. I know this British reality TV blame. star from from Love Island. Actually, he's Australian and he was on a U.S. show. So, I'm sorry, I'm so uninformed. Okay, <laughs> wrong and wrong. <laughs> oh my goodness sorry, gracious! Harry. Well, we just simply can't connect. Um. <laughs> on reality tv in any way i tried to connect with you, you did and try failed. yeah and you did ask me if i'd watch it and i said probably not mm-hmm. it's not really reality yeah. tv it's a game show which is a bit different you know what i mean but it's like fascinating i love to watch people dance oh that's cute some people are so bad at it and i just feel mm. seen <laughs> because me too there was this girl in college um who i met she's my first friend in college mm-hmm and we were at these like little opener fresh weeks, whatever you want to call it. And she was dancing and she was really bad at it. And I was like, like she was like music was playing in the background. This is like, a, like a volleyball game. People were doing basketball. Uh, definitely wouldn't be. So, um, but no, she knows it. So what she said oh. is I was like, wow, like she's, she's not a great dancer, but like, look at her go. And then she was like, I know, like, I didn't say anything. And she was like, I know I'm bad at dancing. But if you act like you got, like, no one will say anything. No one has ever Mm -hmm. said anything to me about my dancing because I look like I am a good dancer. Like, I look like I think I'm a good dancer. And so who's going to say anything? And I was like, that (laughs) is brilliant. And I have held on to that. You're terrible. Yeah. Literally, like, stop. No one's going to be like, stop dancing. You look stupid. (laughs) Good enough. They're just like, wow, look at her go. She's having a great time. Love that. And she was. And so I have Mm -hmm. held on to that advice. Ever since 2012. Amazing. Shout mm-hmm. out to her. Shout out to her. It's amazing. So shall we get to the content? <laughs> we shall. And then one quick little plug before we get to the content. Yeah. We need a jingle. Okay. We you guys, do. We've been trying to get some people on board to give us a jingle. No one's doing it. So if any of you out there, any of our, mm-hmm. we actually have about 90 listeners now. Yay. So any of you out there, we're growing fast. If you know how to make a jingle, it doesn't have to be long. It can be short. It can be whatever you think fits our vibe. We'd love to hear it. We'd love a submission mm-hmm. because we. I really want us to have a cute little jingle. Mm-hmm. We're not a jingle, an intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little intro jingle. Like, 
like before say here it doesn't have to sing it can just be sound Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we're just not gifted in that area and it's it's proving difficult to really um we just want a little like I feel like I can't, this is not that serious that like someone from McDonald's is going to come after me if I say their jingle, <laughs> but you know, Cease like when you hear, yeah, literally <laughs> I won't do it. I'm nervous, but everyone knows <gasps> it wasn't me. So, um, <laughs> like we just need a little like, Ooh, here they come. Yeah. So as I'm sitting here right now, maybe I don't need to say this on the podcast but I'm going to okay. have you seen this trend that's going around of like people on TikTok and it's like husbands and wives or wives and wives or husbands and husbands married people who are like this is our marriage language these are the words that we say that are like we made up okay I didn't see this because I'm not on socials but yeah. my friend told me about this several weeks ago and okay. she gave me an example of hers and I was like what are you talking about like why why do you say it and she's like that's just how we say it and I'm like oh. what okay but then I thought about it and like you- Jake and I yeah I want to talk about it next time. Okay. Okay. Cause I want to, cause it's really funny. And I was like, we don't have any. And then last night, Alex and I were like hysterically laughing, crying at all the things that we say. And I was like, wait, why so next stupid. time? Why not talk about it right now? Because we only have like 30 minutes left. I and see, I okay. really also want to get into IFS stuff. Okay. Noted. Like we'll I can put give a pin you, in it. I could give you like a preview. Mm, up to you. You want to wait? I don't, well, you know, keep them on their toes. Like you come, come back for more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now I want to say for one. more next time. Okay. Say one, say one. <laughs> I try it's to okay, leave one. Okay. The only one I'm going to say is because we we're also talking about how, you know, your dogs have like their real names and then all the names that they get called. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which is a huge one. So we could do that too next time maybe. Yeah. Or oh, people yeah. can like tell us the wildest thing that they call their pet or whatever. So I love that. My dog is named, one of them is named Crouton, but he's like just this big fat slug looking creature so we also call him slug mm. so we're like hey slug come on big fat slug because he <laughs> just slugs around because he's just like a big long slug and his tongue hangs out so and it's kind of a slug vibe out. and so last night we were laughing because it was like he calls cl- we call him slug but then i also call him sluggalicious <laughs> and then i was like or for short sluggalish so like <laughs> what like he gets called sluggalish like wh- even though his name is crouton his name is crouton but he gets called sluggalish yeah so. yeah I think I, the weirdest one that I have is for my dogs is um so we have Denver mm-hmm. and so I don't know I don't know why but I'll call him like someone's like come here Dookie Booty <laughs> gross <laughs> don't know I mean you know it's like dookie. it's cute Dookie Booty come here little Dookie baby does that dookie mean like booty? shit butt. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes to put it literally he doesn't we didn't call him that because he had a shit butt one time <laughs> just little dookie booty it's cute though Look, i love it i don't know where it came from these are the this is it like who knows where this i just love from how much everyone loves their pets it makes me so joyful yeah hop dotty i have a really bad one for queso but i'm not gonna say it on the air. Maybe I'll say it next time. <laughs> on the air. On the air. Live on the air with Mason <laughs> Growley. <laughs> oh, Gradley. Gradley and Nace. Love those two girls. <laughs> oh my God, I'm actually crying. Oh, gosh, I got myself with that oh, one. Uh, oh, this is a good uh, Friday energy. It is. We're rested and recovered. Speaking of energy... <laughs> Speaking of energy, <laughs> should we take a deep breath and go into some IFS content? Because that's why we people should. are here, I think. We should. Most what? Most yeah, yeah. what? 
what is going on with my most language? what uh, <laughs> i was gonna say mostly and somewhat and i said most what so okay okay deep breath <sighs> okay yeah. anyone mm. else needs a deep breath let's take let's one together okay good we made so, it so i think that's actually a really lovely segue for how mm-hmm. For an example of how you can get into self-energy yeah. when you need to move from one energy to another, mm-hmm. pause and breathe. But yeah. first, let's tell you about self. Self. Yeah. So as we've started this podcast, the first few episodes, we've gone through the different parts of us that show up, the different categories, what they do, what these parts of us function as. And so now we've covered those Today's topic, as we've mentioned, is self, which is kind of everything that's not a part, right? Or it's the absence of a part or the separation from a part. Um, so it's not a part. It's self. Self. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was going to say not a part. It's not a part. It's not a part. Yeah. Um, it's self. Do you want to say more about self? Yeah. For me, I feel like self is the hardest to explain. Every time it I explain is. it to a client, Mm-hmm. When I'm explaining the model, I I always come up short because I just never quite know how to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So give me the spiel. What would you tell a client, maybe? Yeah. So someone new. It's interesting. I don't. I've never said like self isn't a part. So I mean that's mm-hmm. true. It's mm-hmm. I just have never said that mm-hmm. when explaining it because I feel like that could get like whatever complicated. But um, yeah, it is. But I usually say like self is kind of like the like um present safe adult you that has like compassion for yourself and all your parts that has like curiosity about what's coming up in your system that has mm-hmm. like clarity mm-hmm. on um on what's coming up and like can really connect to your parts and do that like creatively in a calm way mm-hmm. um which speaking of all those c words there are eight C's to kind of like help describe self. And I usually say all of those, but I, for the life of me, I always name six, always. <laughs> I'll name them and I'm like, you're going to get it this time. And I only ever name six of the eight. Never and I just, it. I never get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to remember on the spot. Yeah. So self is like, to me, I kind of explain it as like, yeah, that like calm, safe, present adult that like mm-hmm. when we're doing work with our parts, um, it's the one that comes in and can really hold space without any judgment or any criticism. And like, yeah. I also love to say that like self, and I don't say this often to clients actually, but one thing I really love about the definition of self is that it has no agenda. Mm-hmm. Like when we learned that in training, that was yeah. like a big shift for me big, in understanding. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. Because anytime you're working with a part like a manager or or really any part. Um, and you, you have some kind of agenda to either like get rid of that part or push it aside or like fix it or figure it out. Then you know that that's not, you know, that there's not not enough self energy. Yeah. And so, and I also really love it. Like the way I usually explain self is when a client has self energy, that's Mm -hmm. when I'll name it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. listen to that. Yeah. And then I'll point it out that way. And I think that kind of brings some clarity to them. Yeah. I love that description you're doing it all you're saying it all i am some of the so i like the way that you describe it and i'm gonna steal some of that when i'm yeah talking with clients but um 
Yeah, I usually sometimes will also say like the most grounded version of you, the most healed version of you, the most kind of unclouded version of yourself that you can get to. And I think I use that mostly like in decision making when clients are like, I just can't figure out how to make this decision. Like, I just feel so scrambled. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm pulled all over the place. And I'm like, amazing. Then what that signals to me is there's all these parts in the way. And once we can work with them and help understand the fears that these parts have about making this decision and have them step back, then we're going to be able to access self. And what I might say to the client is like, let's work with some of these parts, understand them so that when you make this decision, you know that it's coming from the most like grounded version of you, making the best decision you can for your whole system. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Should I like, read? Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, should I, should I read what the IFS Institute calls it? Do it. Okay. It's a bit of a long one. It's not that long, but so it says self is a different level of entity than the parts often in the center of the you that the parts are talking to or that likes or dislikes, listens to or shuts out various parts. That's kind of a wordy. Yeah. When differentiated, the self is competent, secure, self-assured, relaxed, and able to listen and respond to feedback. And then the theory is that self can and should be leading the internal system when possible. Um, And that there's various levels of experiencing self. That's what, mm. that's what it says. Mm-hmm. And an important yeah. aspect of this model is that everyone actually has a self. So mm-hmm. like there is, you know, one of, I think the beautiful things of IFS is like, it's so non-pathologizing and destigmatizing that it's, there's no one that's like beyond help, quote unquote, or feeling better or healing. Like it, historically, there's some diagnoses that people would say, like, there's nothing you can do. Like people will just be that way forever. Like a borderline personality disorder, people, you know, I was taught in grad school, like you can't, you know, heal from that. You cannot make progress. Mm-hmm. But IFS would say everyone actually has access to self internally or everyone has self. It's just figuring out how to access it, mm-hmm. um, which I love. Yeah. I mean, I will say you're like, no, <laughs> I I think I think true. And I think some people will never access it if they don't do their totally. work. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Totally. I think that's important. Which is like uh, sad, right? Yeah. Like to know it's just kind of like the injustice of humanity, I feel like is, yeah. is like we all actually do have the capacity to mm-hmm. be this like calm, connected, safe, healed yeah. person. And, and like, there's like, oh, so many reasons why people don't do the work, right? Yeah. Like sometimes it's access. So sometimes totally. it's privilege. Sometimes it's, um, yeah. a lot of times it's like, uh, fear. Like yeah. I, I can't tell you the amount of time, like the amount of clients I have who are like, I can't and won't go there. And the fear is when I do, I'll be overtaken. And that yeah. happens over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this self, I, I kind of like to also describe self is like um in the model there's like a um like a circle if it's like the way it's drawn out there's like a circle and mm-hmm. then on kind of like all even sides you have like manager it's like cut into fourths kind of so like mm-hmm. manager firefighters uh, on the right and left exiles at the bottom and then mm-hmm. self is right in the middle yeah and i kind of like to say that the firefighters and the managers almost like they squish out the self and like mm-hmm. they want to just make up the two halves of the circle. They want the exiles gone and they don't trust self to really yeah. uh, carry the system. And they're like, I don't know 
And like to them, it's like, I can't trust grace to show up for me or Mm -hmm. I can't trust like grace is going to try to get rid of me. Grace can't handle this. So I'm going to handle it for her. Mm -hmm. Like that's what our protectors do. And so when I'm describing like how our system usually runs, it's like, we only know like the protectors. And so if, if like a little bit of exile comes through, then they work really hard to like squish it back out and back into exile. Yeah. And so self is often the last one we even get to. Yeah. Totally. And I can, um, when we post our episode, I'll put, I can put that graphic like in our Instagram yeah, so that yeah. people can look at that if they're interested. Um, but yeah, love that description. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we want to try to name the eight C's? <laughs> See we we decided with? not to Google it ahead of time mm-hmm. so that we could do a pop quiz for yeah. ourselves. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's do it. Um, what is it in tandem? Let's take turns. Oh, so okay. compassion curiosity connection it's the only one i know <laughs> um clear like feeling clear clarity yeah clarity clarity Calm. compassion did we say that one i already said that <laughs> you're like that's the first one i said um don't know creativity okay Natalie obviously knows more than I do. And that's where I run out every single time. That's what I'm saying. What are the last two? Let's see. Let's see. Should I Google it? Fine. But I'm going to try to think about it. Um, Okay. You think about it. I have it pulled up. So let me know if you want No, just say it. Okay. Courage. Ah, yes. Confidence. Yes. I never remember those two, which is, is it, wild. Because Is it like a coincidence that both of us forgot confidence and courage? <laughs> Interesting. <Nair. laughs> what do you mean? <sighs> yeah. yeah. So those characteristics, there's also, this is much less talked about, but there's like the five P's, which I mentioned yeah. this to Grace and she was like, what are you even talking about? But they said it in training. I was like, well, well I didn't like- pay attention the whole time. Clearly. <laughs> okay. Wait, you're human. Um, <laughs> it's like patience, perseverance. Yeah, you got two. There's three more. I'm holding. I'm watch. I'm looking. I googled it. Say say one. Presence. Presence. Perspective. Mm, yep, yep, yep. Playfulness. Yeah. Oh, I know I love that one. How did we forget playfulness? I didn't even know it existed. So right. that's how I forgot. But I forgot that you existed. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> this is an ADHD spiral today. So um. <clears throat> so yeah, all of those characteristics, like when you hear those. Like when I hear those, I know that I really have to be, like you said, accessing sort of our best self to mm-hmm. to really access all of those. Yeah. And like we are human, right? So we're not going to access every single trait all the time. Sure. Yep. And I love like you've said this, but also it's just like um like something they say because it's obvious. Like we cannot live in self energy no. all the time. Like yeah. it's impossible. Totally. Yep. And it takes work to even know like what like what that looks like for us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I I tell this to clients a lot because I think that there is this, you know, once you start doing this work and I've felt this in my own therapy is like this desire to like 
always be in self, always be calm, grounded, cool, collected, cucumber energy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's, it's not only not possible, but it's also not necessarily safe to do that. Like in certain circumstances, like say, for example, thinking of maybe clients who have a really toxic work environment or humans that have a toxic work environment, you can't go to work every day in self energy when being kind of like open and compassionate and curious would, you know, be harmful. And like, you may be taken advantage of, or there's a power dynamic at play or, and, you know, you can really take this and run with it across the whole spectrum of like people being in danger, physical, emotional safety. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going through something, you probably cannot be in self energy and a protector does need to come in and that's quite literally their job. And like, that's okay. And the times we want to be in self are like, the other times where it is safe, maybe when you're by yourself or when you're making big decisions or when you're with loved ones and relationships you care about or, um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I think this kind of segues into like talking about the connection between self and parts. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love what Take you said. Us there. <laughs> <laughs> um, come on the journey. So I love what you said about, um, I'm trying to think of like your exact words, but like sometimes we do need parts mm-hmm. to step in. Like that doesn't mean that anything is wrong. Like are, there are no bad parts. There's yeah. a whole book written on it um, mm-hmm. called No Bad Parts by the founder, <laughs> creator of IFS. insurance. <laughs> so um, yeah. So I think like it's all about how it sounds like when you're talking to parts. Like if mm-hmm. I have a part that comes up. Mm-hmm. So um trying to think of an example so like my critical part yeah when that part comes up i i generally do not have a lot of self-energy for that part Mm. unless i'm like working on it in session yeah um because when that part comes up like i was telling this to a friend recently like she's kind of a bitch like Mm -hmm. she's mean she does not have nice things to say like Mm. she is she can be very quite hateful and the critic part not the friend right 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 the critical (laughs) <laughs> just clarifying clear. <laughs> no my critical part like yeah. she's just she's always there to just let me know yeah. what there is to criticize and and I've didn't work with this part like you know we all mm-hmm. have a critic mm-hmm. and so to me like if I'm responding to that part and I'm like can you just shut up like you're yeah. so like h- kind of how I'm speaking about her now of, mm-hmm. like she's a bitch she like has always has something mean to say like I mm-hmm. hate her there's no self-energy in that no and yeah another part Sure. It's another part that's like, I don't like that part. Yep. And um, it's it's a part that says, I don't like the critic versus if I'm having self-energy towards my critical part, mm-hmm. that would sound a bit more like, almost like, I think about it as how you might talk to a friend mm-hmm. or like a loved one. Mm-hmm. If like, if they were having a problem or they're being critical, like, mm-hmm. well, a lot of times we have much more compassion connection to others than we do ourselves and so if i'm hearing that part then i'm like hey like you you are like really being hard on yourself like Mm -hmm. what is that about like where's that coming from yeah like can you tell me more about that can you tell me more about like why you are judging yourself so harshly Mm -hmm. um and i can you know do that in like there's like a calm way of, of connecting yeah. But it's also to try to find clarity. So I can say like, if I know where you're coming from, then I can like know, just know you more. And I think yeah. that there's like really easy for a self-like part. Mm-hmm. And that just means like a part that can really look like self because it's yeah. like, oh, I want to help. 
Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. not even self. It's like a part. It's, it's an like agenda. Yes, because yeah. that's an agenda. Wanting to help is an agenda, which is a clear sign that we're not in self. Yeah, which isn't bad. But like, mm-hmm. I think the difference there is like the helper part would mm-hmm. go into like, if I know you, I can help. And so what are the mm-hmm. like, what do we need to do to like not be so critical? Or what do we need to change? Yeah. Or where's that coming from? Like, mm-hmm. it has a very clear agenda. Yeah. Whereas self just comes in and says, hey, I see you. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear you. You're having a really hard time being kind mm-hmm. to yourself. Like, yeah. I get it. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like there is no agenda. It's like when I come in and I just say, I see you, mm-hmm. the agenda is that I see you. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's knowing that having that confidence and the courage to connect to that part, mm-hmm. it will soften. Yeah. But trust has to be built, which takes well, time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love this example. Yeah. My mind is just like going in a hundred different directions because I feel like it is such a, it's so like abstract and like inception-y it feels like to me, like mm. to try and like describe it. So um, yeah. I think I love this example and I'm wondering if we can do another example of like self-depart, like conversation and kind of how different it feels or like I guess I'm I'm imagining like some of the work maybe that we've done in our own therapy where we've been able to really feel the shift between like being blended with a part, which is some of the language you use in IFS is when a part is like really speaking for you and is really online, you're blended with that part versus when you can like feel that shift to self-energy and feeling mm-hmm. like just a bit of space from the part. Mm, yeah. Does anything spring to mind? Well, do you... I was trying to think as you were talking about one. I'm sure that there's lots, but I just can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, Anyone spring to mind? Like, what do you mean? Like a time in your own work where you have felt that shift from being blended with a part to being in self-energy and like how different Mm -hmm. that might have like looked in your life or sounded. Yeah. So I think a really good example of this is when you go from... Like when you start to work with a protector, mm-hmm. you name it, you identify it, you name it, you really just get curious about it. Like, mm-hmm. what does this part look like? Where do I feel it in my body? Mm-hmm. Um, what sensations come up for me? Mm-hmm. How old is this part? How do I feel towards this protective part? Like, yeah. just you're really questioning, like you're really trying to get there. Like, what's this part afraid of? Why is it doing this job? What's mm-hmm. what's it afraid will happen if it stops? Yeah. And so that requires self-energy, right? To have that curiosity for a yeah. part. But I feel like the difference can be is when a when that protector reveals the exile it's protecting mm-hmm. immediately for me, and usually I see this with clients too, but just speak for myself. So immediately for me, I immediately soften. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's little me. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. There's mm. like this little Natalie who's mm. like, I don't know, embarrassed or hurt or sad or ashamed. Uh, yeah. And like for for me, the easiest way to immediately move to self energy mm-hmm. is when an exile comes out because mm-hmm. I, it's, I have, there's no part of me now after doing some work. Of course, when I first started, I was like, she can, she can leave. Like, I do not mm-hmm. want, <laughs> I do not want her in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I feel for her, but I'm not in the mood for you. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. like every part of me opens up to an, yeah. to my exiles now. Yeah. And so for me, that's like such a clear shift to self of like, I have nothing, nothing but compassion and a desire to sit with and be mm-hmm. and love and care for and like all the peas to play with, to, yeah. um, to be patient. Like, 
Mm-hmm. And I even notice that more when I'm working with clients exiles too. Like yeah. there's such oh, yeah. a shift totally. in like my ability to access self-energy when an yeah. exile comes online. A hundred percent. Yeah. It feels so different because it just, it's like how we, I mean, it really mirrors real life, right? Like if you are with an adult who is like angry and like aggressive, it's harder to have compassion and hold space for than if you see like a young child who's sad. Mm-hmm. about something like it just if you even just hearing that out loud how different it might feel to imagine your energy towards those those different players like that's exactly what it feels like with self mm. um or with exiles versus parts and one example i'm thinking of in my own system is um my wonderful husband has ADHD. So this <laughs> provides some challenges in terms of like household chores, the way that we might do things, the cleaning, the difference like of of how I might do things versus he might. And this was like a point of contention, like in many relationships, like just do the fucking dishes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I used to just have like a really critical part of him that was online all the time and not all the time, but like when we would have these conversations, I just had a really hard time like finding compassion for how difficult it was for him to like do some of these tasks. And um, in my own work with my own IFS therapist, we spent some time with this part of me that was just like, why can he just not get it together? Like just hypercritical, very frustrated part. And this part like really was holding this fear of if he doesn't do the things that I'm going to have to do all the things and it's too much for me and I'm going to fall apart because I have too much on my plate and I don't have capacity. And like just this real fear of like, if things don't get done by him, it's going to be on my plate. So this part of me was really trying to protect my system from having to take on more workload so that I didn't have to, you know, be so overwhelmed and exhausted. And oh my gosh, yeah, so much self-energy for that part. I was like, oh my God, like, thank you for working so hard to try and not have me do more tasks. Like, I was so grateful that that Mm -hmm. part was like, you know, I was really in, you know, just this feeling of um, self-energy, like just so much compassion for this part, how hard it was working and like how it was, you know, trying to take this load off my plate. Um, And then I was able to communicate with my husband from more of a place of self-energy where I was like, okay, this is hard for both of us. I need, you know, this is why this is coming up. And then we could have like such a different interaction mm-hmm. where I was just more like, okay, what can we, this is where creativity comes from. Like, what can we do together to try and figure out how to like get these things done so that we're both not stressed and, you know, just like a mm-hmm. calmness. And so that for me feels like an easy example of shifting from yeah. protector to self and like how like that can really look in relationships or friendships or whatever mm-hmm. in daily life. Yeah. And so relatable, so yeah. relatable. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, Grace sees a lot more couples than I do. Mm-hmm. And, and, and by a lot more, I mean, I don't see couples <laughs> <laughs> and she does so. <laughs> pretty easy. But I remember to see yeah, one time you, you said like the biggest, um, mm-hmm. like discourse that you see in every couple is about household chores. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. and I'm just like, it makes so much sense because mm-hmm. 
the way that we operate, like, yes, those are our managers, right? Here's how we run our lives and we will keep running our lives and managing our lives in this way. And then Mm -hmm. someone comes and says, here's how I manage my life though, Mm -hmm. or here's how I don't. And we're like, that is friction. And so I love like, and you mentioned being blended earlier in one way that I describe this, um, very visual. So it just kind of helps me to think about, Mm -hmm. um, that part, like the critical part you had towards your husband of like, um, I think about it. It's like, I'm holding kind of like my hand right next to my face. Like I can't mm-hmm. really see it. Like my periphery, yeah. like it's, it's not there. Yeah. And so when I think being blended with the part, I mean, like, it's like right here next to me, like it is me. And yeah. so when I'm sharing like a second that example, head. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm in that example, you're like, I'm upset and yeah. you're not doing this and I'm bothered. And here's how I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not able to see that really it's just a part of you that feels that way. And so to get unblended from a part means like, and I'm kind of pulling my hand away from my head and right in front of my face. So now mm-hmm. I can look at my hand, AKA the part. And so now I'm like, okay, I can see you just like you said, like now I know like yeah. you were just trying to help yeah. and he was getting in the way of that. Yeah. And then like, but now I can see what you were trying to do. And I can also share that with him and say, Hey, mm-hmm. and I'm saying all this because like I've had the same conversation with Jake <laughs> and, and like the dishes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and I think there's so much, so much more that can be said, but I just love the example of like yeah. the the journey to self-energy yes. because we don't just need it in our own work. Like mm-hmm. we need it for other people too, all totally. the time. Yeah. And I think being able to like, you know, the first and easiest shift that can happen is like just being able to use parts language. Um, like, mm-hmm. hey, when you see this part of me getting really critical, it's because I'm like really overwhelmed and it's not because I'm, you know, judging you or, you know, wanting to hurt you, but I just have a part that gets like so frantic about how is all this stuff going to get done? And like, just being able to, you know, communicate in that way, maybe with the people in your life that feel safe enough to, um, can also help you be more in like self-energy and just, yeah, communicating from tenderness and vulnerability instead of Mm. parts. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to share a brief example of like how you can get into self, like some ideas for that? Sure. Yeah. Do you have examples? Uh, <laughs> well, we kind of like joked and mentioned the breathing of like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I, but really, as I'm saying that, like, I'm thinking about some of the like the C's and the P's of like, I just yeah. need perspective. Like, I need yeah. to have patience, but some practical things like breathe, maybe mm-hmm. like take a step back, like you said, talk to a therapist, yeah. um, connect with your own system. Yeah. Like, who, what, what is this coming up in my head? What are these feelings? Yeah feel your feelings. Like that's a way to get into self mm-hmm. um, or to like work with your parts. Um, yeah. But really I think therapy is the biggest, really one. mostly therapy. Yeah. 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 I'm like, Oh wait, are there like, I'm sort of thinking about it from a, I guess I said that thinking about it from a therapist perspective, which sure. won't be helpful to well, and some so of our listeners. Anyone who's been doing the work at all. I think like once you have had experiences with accessing, accessing self, it becomes easier through practice, through time, just like through experience. But yeah, I think, I don't think it's impossible for people to access self without a therapist, but I think it can just be helpful. Um, There's also like, and maybe we can put this in our show notes, but there's also apps um, with guided IFS meditations, which you, if anyone's interested to see how that feels, um, we can post that and yeah, you can do a bit of a meditation to see if you can notice any parts coming up, unblend for them, and then see how it is to be in self-energy. And people, yeah. like, I feel like a lot of people, um, 
like sometimes when I'll get new clients, I'll be like, I just always feel overwhelmed and like I never feel grounded. I'm like, do you have is there any time in your life, like through your week or through your days, where you just feel like calm and wonderful? Like, you know, and people will be like, Oh yeah, when I'm, you know, reading my book or when I'm like outside playing with my dog or whatever. And I'll be like, okay, so like you do have capacity to get to this place. It's just, you know, hard. Finding it. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It. yeah. And I, you said the apps, I really love insight timer. Yeah. It's free. And <laughs> when it I has, said apps, that's the one I that's meant. That's what you meant. The one app. <laughs> if there's an app, the one, um, um, yeah, but they also have like, actually, um, Jake Schwartz has like some recordings on there yeah. for like guided meditations for, to work with parts. Yeah. And I think our intention today, if we'd had a little bit more time, we were going to maybe do um, a guided meditation here to see like how it felt, but maybe we can do that next time. So if you're interested, I think we were possibly talking about, you tell me if this is right, Natalie, but we were possibly talking about one of us guiding the other one through um, some internal work, Mm -hmm. working with a part, asking the part to unblend and then getting into self energy. So maybe we can do a bit of like a live, either a live demo or a guided meditation of like accessing self. Absolutely. Yeah. It's on the docket. (laughs) Put it on the docket. It's in the parking lot as they called it in our IFS training. Right. We'll come back to it. (laughs) Um, okay. Well that is self. (sighs) That's a lot. I just, as we talk and we just kind of, you know, do our own gabbing back and forth about what we think of these things. I always am so curious to know what it's like to listen to the other side, especially people who aren't, you know, IFS trained or informed. Like, does this make sense? Mm. What does not make sense? Because it feels like a very confusing, I almost imagine, you know, like that meme where it's like, I can't even describe it. Like the guy with all the pictures and the strings going from part to part and like all this like investigation. Do you know what I'm trying Mm. to say? Like like, a board that he's like, yeah, like the the red string and he's like, who done it? (laughs) Thank you. I feel like sometimes that's how to try and describe like IFS and the system itself and parts. Sometimes it can feel a little bit like that. And because we're not trainers, we're not lecturers, we're not teachers, professors, any of that, we're kind of just doing our version of it. So Hopefully it's making sense for people. If there is any questions, I know that some of your wonderful friends have asked like, what is this? Like, what is that? And I love mm-hmm. those questions. And so if there's anything we can do to make it more clear, let us know. Yeah, please We're going to keep trying. Know. You can DM us. You can text us if We're you know trying us personally. Our best. You can call us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we will also do, you know, a recap of yeah. everything. Um, so lots to come, so much to come, so much to come. I think there's room for everything. Yeah. And follow us at Partsy Girls Pod on Instagram. Mm -hmm. That's the only platform we're on right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Make it easy for you. Yeah. Keep it simple. And we're going to be back in the next couple of weeks to expand on self do a live demo meditation and maybe some recap of the of the previous parts we've gone through yeah i kind of have a part that's like wait should we share our email like our, our sure like, yeah yeah and idea. that way if you want to email love that go back to the olden days um <laughs> if you want to send us a pigeon yeah it is um partsy girls pod at gmail partsy girls pod at gmail.com p-a-r-t-s-y-g-i-r-l-s-p-o-d <laughs> at g-m-a-l i can spell 
<laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We love we'll see you. Listens. Yeah. Shout out to everyone of our listeners. Okay. And we'll see you soon, Z. Okay. Bye.